truth be told, I had a really busy week ahead of me, and I thought instead of crafting quality content for these fake internet radio shows, I could just throw up some old personal stories that I've been meaning to tell, and that would make the week go a lot easier. Instead, I rehashed these memories of some pretty poor decisions made in the past, and all of it came to light, making me physically ill with my post-traumatic stress disorder to the point where I had migraine headaches and was bent over sick to my stomach. That's the power of thought. So make sure you keep your thoughts positive. As we enter the courthouse, keep an eye on Katrina and crawl out of bed with hopes of waking up from this type of joshing around. Still well within the city limits of Crazy Town, the waiting period was up and it was time to get married. She got ready as I watched Muppets take Manhattan. Soon we were on our way to the courthouse when I haphazardly started a street race with a yellow Mustang alongside the river on US-1. That car turned on the same street heading west as us, and the race continued over the pitched objections of my fiancé seated next to me. As my BMW's straight-line six throttled through its gears, the guardrails on a fast-approaching train crossing were beginning to come down. I pushed the pedal down hard to the floor, releasing a turbo boost that propelled us over the tracks, under the rails, and well before the train... That timid Mustang left on the other side of the tracks as I slowed the car to a speed fit for city driving, and we soon arrived at the courthouse for our big day. We met my dad down at the clerk of court. When it comes to friends and family, he's the only one we invited because, as you might imagine, he's up for anything. Through the short ceremony, dad was the gallery, witness, and photographer. Before you know it, we weren't just betrothed, but officially married. Yeah, that's right. It was official. I had met and married a complete stranger in less than one cycle of the moon. Boy, shouldn't I be proud. After this ill-begotten marriage, it was time to start wetting our whistle. So we went to a turn-of-the-century hotel that had been converted into a restaurant several times over. Conky Joe's was the name of the place, and the food was just okay, but some of the best views in town, right next to my favorite library, the very same one I checked out Muppets Take Manhattan. There we stood on the dock overlooking the river taking our quote-unquote wedding photos through dreary skies, like Alanis Morissette says. This wasn't just rain on our wedding day, though, as the tropical air was thick with the stuff storms are made of. Just 36 hours earlier and 100 miles to the southeast, the catastrophic tropical event known as Katrina was being born over top the Bahamas. This depression would soon become a tropical storm heading straight for the Floridian Peninsula. I remember all this because our plan was to honeymoon in Key West. So upon arriving to lunch, my dad handed me a printout of the Weather Channel's forecasting track of Katrina itself. An early tracking map foreshadowing the devastation caused by Hurricane Katrina, one of the most destructive storms to ever come ashore, is a fitting keepsake of my first marriage. But we didn't think much of that at the time. Instead, we loosely monitored the weather and emptied many hurricane glass ourselves until it was time to say goodbye to dad and head north, keeping the party going strong, to share the news with mom. When we got to the door, knocked, she came and opened it and became a little short of breath upon seeing what we were wearing. She knew before I told her, but once I let the words get out of my mouth that mom, we're married. She took a stumble step back, hit the wall, and began to slide down it until I caught her with a hug and told her it was going to be all right. At that point, she came to and realized that she had a job to do. As the mother of the groom, it was time to break out the booze and start this celebration off right. 
beautiful and sweet as she was, at her core, mom was an old school party animal. So even if the marriage was a bad idea, a wedding was still cause for celebration. So she broke out the good champagne and we toasted more than a few bottles before we made our way to an old timey downtown for more drinks, then over to a French restaurant for escargot, oversauced entrees and Chateauneuf de Pop. My wife excused herself after every course and after a while, mom started to get wise. Was she bulimic or doing coke? Wow, mom, good eyes. I wonder if she had considered both. After dinner, the booze cruise continued back to mom's house where we emptied more than a few cans of Coors Light. As the night wound down, we were far too drunk to drive back to her apartment on the beach. My apartment on the beach? Our apartment on the beach. So instead, we stayed in the guest room and attempted to consummate the marriage in my mother's house. Down a distant hallway, separated from the rest of the home, I closed the door and crawled into bed with my new wife. I said a few soft words to her, and then suddenly she began to cry. Soon, sobbing uncontrollably, she turned over to her side and was suddenly quiet, falling fast asleep. She woke up early like nothing happened, and I awoke wearily after having the weight of my rash decisions weigh on me all night long. A check on the weather that morning proved we needed to alter our plans because Katrina was now churning over the keys as a category one storm. And though there wouldn't be much traffic outside of the power trucks, it's still not within my nature to drive towards a hurricane. So we decided instead to honeymoon in Jacksonville because in the 10 days or so between our engagement and our marriage, I had gotten the job at the advertising agency and was to start just a little over a week away on the day after Labor Day. Because this particular wife was far from the gentrified class of America's uber wealthy, I now found myself footing the bill for most everything. So our honeymoon was a distance from the Ritz-Carlton, and instead we enjoyed the comforts of America's best inn and suites by the interstate. Our room had a beautiful view of an industrial office park, and they let her dog, Petey the Pug, stay there too. As you could hear, there were many other doggy denizens surrounding us on all sides. Honestly though, we didn't slum too hard as we enjoyed dinner at the Roos Chris Steakhouse and drinks at Dave and Buster's. However, it was obvious by the clientele inside the elevator that this was far from a five-star hotel. As we searched for a place to stay, it started to dawn on me that maybe I'd made a big mistake. With every place we'd see, we'd begin to disagree because honestly, we had two separate outlooks on life. I wanted to stay in the trendy Riverside and Avondale neighborhoods, home to cute shops, little boutiques, and even a Southwestern-themed restaurant named Moe's that welcomed me with open arms. However, she was unwilling to leave the beach, so practicing the cliche happy wife, happy life for the first time in mine, I found us more house than we needed in South Jacksonville Beach, but luckily, my new job was paying me bank, so it was well within my means. Just like that, I had a wife, a house, and a job. In short order, I'd set myself up for success, or at least climbed high enough to make the fall worthwhile. So please come back and take the leap with me to find out if I make it out safe from all this joshing around.